Greenings thirders. Recently we were speaking with some jellyfish and they had many interesting things to say about humans. They do not have very high opinions of you. Never have it seems. From the earliest days that they remember, you have been trying to destroy them. Most of your efforts were for naught and the jellies gave as good as they got, stinging and covering you with goo, which they know you do not care for. Lately though they have begun to accept that they may be the last living generation. They believe that you will totally destroy your oceans and seas in the next decade or so, basically wiping out all living things except for some worms who live in the trenches, although their time will also be limited since they depend on living things above them dying and slowly settling to the bottom. It does seem that pretty much everything you get your hands on you eventually destroy. Until that day though, let's look at a few examples of human behavior. This time out we look at Peter F. Hamilton's The Saints of Salvation, Jim Butcher's Full Moon, Arcady Martin's A Desolation Called Peace, and Stephen Erickson's Rejoice, A Knife to the Heart. The Saints of Salvation by Peter F. Hamilton, published by Del Rey Books, ISBN number 978-0-399-17888-7, pages. This is the third in this series. If you have been paying attention, then you know that the Elix, a race that believes they are on a mission from God to bring everyone to the end of the universe for a meeting, have not only found humans but have begun to try to harvest them for the journey. As you surely remember from your time as a two-year-old, your species does not like to go anywhere if it is a place they are being told they have to go to or, even worse, being taken there against their will. In the typical human way, there is guerrilla reaction, turning all human resources to slowing the elix in hopes of finding a way to defeat them. The elix have superior technology and a much longer time as a sentient species but humans just know that if there is a way, no matter the cost, they will find it. And this is the telling of that finding and of the ultimate confrontation and the toll it takes on all involved. We won't say more because it is not our way to give out the ending of things, excluding what we have told you about the comet in your future. We liked it. We liked all three. We will look for more of Hamilton's writings in the future. Full Moon by Jim Butcher, published by Rock Books, ISBN number 978094514582124. pages. Back we go to the mighty wizard who can barely afford to eat. We are not being snarky either. This dude has more power than Mickey when he did that broom thing, but barely has enough groceries in the house for a week. Not only that but he's the only professional wizard in the phone book. Makes one wonder. But he does do some consulting with the police department, which he typically messes up because, while he is a powerful wizard, he apparently also makes bad choices and fails to communicate on a frequent basis. He's eventually called in on a case that involves a mutilated body, large, bloody paw prints and it all occurred during the full moon. Sure, werewolves, but what kind of werewolves? That's what Dresden gets called in to find out. As usual, things are a lot more convoluted than they appear. And Dresden must work with a number of people who mistrust him and don't believe in him to begin with. This also involves novices who are trying to move faster than their knowledge, a mystery inside a puzzle, and werewolves. We know we said that already, but it bears repeating. Clark reports no robots. The rest of us report general enjoyment, enough so to return to the next telling and future ones. Get you a copy if you like wizards, the supernatural, and general mistrust. Recommended? A Desolation Called Peace by Arcady Martin, published by Tor Books. 
ISBN number 978 26.99, 9-9-9-9-9-9-9-9-9-9-9-9-9-9-9-9-9-9-9-9-9-9-9-9-9-9-9-9-9-9-9-9-9-9-9-9-9-9-9-9-9-9-9-9-9-9-9-9-9-9-